0: Hey guys, welcome into Get The Schist. This is a podcast where we delve into science topics and education topics and sometimes things that are just in between. Take a ride with me on this journey and hopefully by the end you'll get the schist. Alright, welcome into episode 6 today everybody. Uh, As we get into episode 6, I just kind of wanted to take uh, a little bit of a second before we got into our topic and just thank everybody who's... Listen to the episodes to this point, Um, you know, I know that a topic on science and education and anything in between is not the most exciting stuff in the world, but this really does give me an avenue to kind of, you know, talk about things that I'm thinking about, venting frustrations, you know, getting to talk about one of my few passions of science and, and things like that. So, um, to all of you that have stuck with me to this point, thank you, and I really, really appreciate it. Um, a special shout out to my wife because I'm pretty sure she's one of my few listeners, uh, and then to my best friend Phil to hopping on the last two episodes. It was a real pleasure, uh, you know, getting to talk about those things uh, with you. With that being said um episode six we are going to chat about um science standards a little bit and just standards in education in general uh, and kind of my idea on what i would do if i were to recreate the educational system for high school um, in the united states so with that being said let's get into it so um i any of my professional friends know that I am very much not a standards person. If you don't know if you're not a teacher um, to give you a little bit of an idea, um, usually your state gov- or your state educational um, system will set certain standards that you need to cover uh, throughout the subjects that you teach um, and throughout an, a, a student's high school educational career. And typically when they are, you know, eighth graders and juniors, they take state testing that is over those concepts. And basically the state uses that to measure um, if your student, if those students are learning, if you're doing a good job as a teacher uh, and all sorts of things in between. So we use these standardized testings and these set standards to kind of gauge student growth and and stuff in your topic. Um, And to be honest with you, I really dislike standards. Now, I understand the premise, right? The premise is that if you have scientific standards, then you can make sure that every student in the state is receiving somewhat of the same education, meaning you're hitting the same content and topics and, you know, all of those different things and skill sets. So, for example, the science standards for the state of South Dakota are broken up into your life science standards, your physical science standards, and then your earth science standards which is fine. There's about 30-ish standards in each of those. And the problem is that they tend to be be very cumbersome, right? There's a lot of them. Um, For example, you know, in our district, we require physical science and biology um, for freshmen and sophomores respectively. And then after that, um, they have the option to take another lab science. So we only require... Um, three lab sciences to graduate. Um, And then there's certain levels, if you want a scholarship, you might need four high level lab sciences and different things like that. But the problem is since we require only two science classes and there's a lot of schools that do this as as well, um, I have to pack earth science and physical science standards and life science standards, all 60 plus of those, you know, into two classes and that's a lot. Because there's so much pressure with scientific standards and just other educational standards that you uh, oftentimes, and I know there's other teachers that feel like this, but oftentimes teachers feel pressure to rush through the content and you sacrifice a lot of that depth of knowledge for the kids um, for the quantity, right? You're sacrificing quality for quantity. And um, I think that's the wrong way to look at it. I think that we need to focus on quantity over quality um, and that's one of the things that the national like science people have, have tried to do with the next generation science standards, which South Dakota has sort of adopted, but not completely. Their goal is to make sure that you are learning the standards through an inquiry-based model. And the inquiry-based model, if you don't know what that is, is basically solving through questioning. The teacher doesn't really stand up there and tell you this or tell you that. Um, You know, the student is more posed with questions, and and it's their job to kind of figure it out, and the teacher acts sort of as a guide. The hard skill to teach. Um, I kind of do a hybrid model right now where I'll still do kind of the teaching, uh, but a lot of my tests and assignments and things like that are more inquiry-driven or more application-driven. And that's all fine and dandy. But here's where I'm going to play the devil's advocate against standards. I understand the premise, okay? I understand that you want to make sure that every teacher, science teacher, for example, in the United States is teaching the same concepts. You're covering the basics in bio, like evolution and ecology and all that stuff. And in, you know, physical science, you're covering, you know, force and motion and um, waves and and, and all of these other concepts. Um, But I think the reality is that not every kid is interested in that, and a lot of times it's it's hard to try and force content down a kid's throat. You know, I understand how difficult it is. As a science teacher, the kids just assume that I love everything in science, and that's false because I very much dislike any sort of physics um, and any sort of physical science. That's not my favorite topics to teach, but I teach them and I teach them with passion because that's my job, and you know that's what I like to do. Um, But it doesn't mean have to like it. So, you know, that's the part that I struggle with because, you know, you're being asked to force these kids things that they don't necessarily want to learn. And I get that, you know, you're trying to, what I tell the kids is, you know, I'm not trying to turn you into scientists. I'm trying to use science as um, kind of this vessel to teach you how to be responsible, how to have time management and all these other things. And that's great. Because sometimes in your life you're going to have to do things that you don't necessarily want to do. That being said, I think that the high school level needs to be transformed a little bit. Because, you know, here's the problem. I think that in high school a lot because of the way it's structured and these standards that you have to hit. um, I think what happens is you don't really give kids an opportunity to figure out what they want to do. And a lot of people say, well, that's what college is for. But, I mean, you go to college and you... You're supposed to have a major when you go, and I, I know that, that you can be undecided, and that's fine. But I mean, it, it would be so much easier if you went in with at least a general idea of what you want to do, and that's not always the case in high school because you're not exposed to all these different things. So that's where my ideal um, high school and, and just a general education setting would be. You know, in your middle school, you know, you can still require. Your different sciences, right? Or your different Englishes, you know, require them to take those classes because they're middle schoolers. They don't really know what they want to do yet. That's the opportunity you can take to really teach them those time management skills and all that stuff so that they're prepared when they come into their freshman year. Now, what I would like to see redone and reshaped in the high school setting, and these ideas again are great and they come from nothing but my own brain, you'd have to completely change the educational system and the educational model but what i would like to see is a format in high school similar to that of college more designed to get kids ready for the real world and so what i what i would like to suggest and what i would love to do is basically sit down and figure out right now i teach seven classes so figure out six to seven science classes that cover a wide range of topics, and I offer them. And instead of saying, okay, all freshmen need to take physical science. All sophomores need to take biology. And then, okay, juniors, you have these options. Because once you're a junior, you have multiple options. But why not give them the option from the start? You know, maybe say that, okay, maybe instead of taking, you know, three science classes or whatever you know maybe you say two or whatever i just think that we need to give them more options and i know that it's hard with limitations being in a small school setting with budgets and all of those things but you can definitely redo the class offerings to give life skill type classes on top of your specialty classes so you know Physical science is very much covered in physics, so why not offer physics, right? And you can still set grade levels with classes, especially if you want to dictate what kinds of kids you're going to have in each class. But for me, I could definitely do some type of, if if we were allowed to do this, right, you could offer uh, like an everyday science class, like an applied science, where you cover real world scientific concepts that directly influence your life and that you deem basically necessary to understand okay so you offer that class you can offer some of the other ones to give them options you know anatomy which is very much for the health kids that are interested in health pt things like that that's a class you could stick with okay you can stick with your basic chemistry physics you know because if you get kids that are going to go into that Uh, you know, medical route, they need those classes, we offer forensic science for maybe people that are interested in law enforcement, but get rid of the typical um, physical science and biology, why not offer an earth science, because right now we don't cover that unless they're in junior high, so throw in an earth science class, maybe the kids are interested in there, and stick with our environmental, because then your environmental science, you can focus on, you know, forestry, and things like that, and soil management. So you get rid of this set and stone physical science. Make that your applied science. Make the freshmen learn about science that are important to life skills. Okay, or say, okay, well, any freshman or sophomore can take this applied science class, and then, you know, you can allow the kids to pick and choose the science classes that they want. Why force kids to take set classes? Why force ki- teachers to cover certain standards? Allow teachers that you feel are competent to figure out a model that works at your school and to give kids options to take the classes that are interesting in them that are going to dictate their careers, okay, and what they want to do when they get out of here. So, you know, in in business classes, you can definitely offer something with writing checks and, and money management and taxes and all of that stuff, and you don't have to worry about these standards that you have to hit, okay, and same with English. You know, restructure it so that you're doing things that are relatable if you want to do, talk about, you know, doing contracts and doing resumes. I mean, I know some of that stuff is covered now, but I think it'll allow you to redesign so that kids have more options, but we're also not forcing kids to to take classes that they have no interest in. Allow them to kind of pick and choose their path so that they can at least be exposed to a wide variety of things so that they can figure out what they want to do. That's one of the reasons I push forensic science. There's not a lot of schools that offer forensic science. So right now at Viberg Hurley, we offer physical science and biology for freshmen and sophomores. And then after that, they have the option of forensic science, chemistry or physics, uh, environmental science or anatomy, which is a pretty wide range for one school with one science teacher. And we average about 30 kids a class. Forensic science has opened the eyes for a couple of students in terms of options that they can do. I mean, you don't know about forensic science until you go, if you either you watch TV or you go off to college. So I think that educational standards, while they are, I understand the premise, I think that they are unnecessary and they, they force us into this factory style type of learning where we say, okay, you need to take this, you need to take this, and we need to cover these topics. Because I know from personal experience that I feel very rushed when I'm teaching a class like biology, where in biology, I have to cover, you know, the chemistry of life. I I have to cover cells and cell processes and cell division. I have to cover ecology, basics, populations, communities. I have to cover evolution, evidence of evolution, how evolution occurs. Um, I have to cover diversity of life. You know, there's... All of these different, I have all of the different things that I have to cover. I have to cover genetics in there as well. And that's a lot. And I feel like I don't get to go in depth. I don't get to teach in the model that I want because I don't have enough time to do it. So there's this really high expectation with standards that you have to cover all of these things. And I think that you don't want to necessarily say, okay, well then just offer another class where you can meet some of those more in depth like some schools do biology and advanced biology, but why are we forcing kids to take and require these certain classes just because we want them to get all these standards? Because the problem is when you have all these standards and you force kids to take these tests, they lose interest because you're not able to facilitate learning. And some teachers are good at it. I I give them credit. I'm not the best teacher in the world. And you know, I don't have the secret sauce because I've only been teaching for like four and a half years. But I think that When you force them to take these certain classes and you force teachers to have to get through so many standards in a school year, you lose out on some of the quality and depth of knowledge that you could truly have. And then when you measure the success on a standardized test that kids don't give two craps about, you're not getting an accurate reflection of their learning either. So you know, the biggest thing for me is getting rid of these standards allowing teachers to get creative, to, to really dig into content. Now, you can still track the amount of learning and teaching that's going on by requiring lesson plans and you know people can audit your lesson plans and figure out what topics you're covering. And I'm okay with saying, okay, well, these topics should be covered at some point or another. Because if you truly feel that this particular concept is a crucial piece of knowledge that a student needs for the real world then dictate that Com- Give i would rather see a list of topics that i want that we deem essential that we think that everybody should know and then i can divvy those up between my classes why why require a class why require a certain standard when i can tell you that not all of them matter and you know sometimes that's the hardest question is when is this going to you know when am i going to use this in my life or when does this matter and it's hard to say that right? It's hard to answer that sometimes because we're being told that this is what we have to teach. Now in science, it's, it's a little bit easier for me to, um, say, yeah, this is relatable in your life. You know, farmers use this or I use this or, you know, whatever it might be. But I think that sometimes it's, it's, it is a difficult question to answer, especially in math and English, where there's certain things that you just really don't use. Okay. And You know that's not a knock on science and math or English and math teachers either, but it's a fact that there's some skills that I learned personally in high school in math and English that I've never used once in my life. Why do we dictate that those are important to know? And for me, with some of the science that I teach, when we talk about like waves, like electromagnetic waves, right, or. Frequency and amplitude and all these things that deal with waves. I mean, you're not going to deal with that unless you're in a very specific field. And if you know that's the field that you want to be in, then obviously take a class that's going to teach that. But why force that down a kid's throat if I got a kid here that I know is definitely dead set on doing something agriculture related? Why not allow him to take something like biology where he's going to get more concepts? He can take an applied science that's going to cover life skills type science concepts. You know, let's allow these kids to structure their high school class load in a way that better prepares them and helps them figure out what they want to do. Now, it doesn't mean we can say, that you know, you can put in things that say, hey, we're not going to allow you to to take the easy way out, right? We're still going to make you challenge yourself. But I think that, if we, if we get rid of the standards and we say, okay, these are topics that we're okay with, but we need to cut that list down. I think people get caught up in thinking we need to know this, we need to know this, because the educational system in the United States has been pretty much cut and dry the same for years and years and years. And I think that there needs to be differences and reform in that educational system that says, hey, we're, we're expecting them to know too much. Let's cut it down and get quality. Let's get into the information. And that's why half the time I say screw the standards because I would rather my kids know the content and go in-depth with the content than me hit a certain number of standards. And if that makes me a bad teacher, then that makes me a bad teacher in the eyes of the government or the state or whoever. But I would rather my kids experience material. I would rather spend time in genetics and not rush through it and have my kids construct family pedigrees where they get to track the genetics through their family lines and kind of predict what their kids would look like if, if they would have kids. You know, that's getting in depth and making the material matter. You know, or like in anatomy, we do, you know, personal fitness. Type assignment where they actually look at athletes and figure out the the workout they want the athletes to do based on certain muscle groups or like this year having my kids do podcast episodes you know to really help them find what's interesting to them you know quit getting rid of this list of skills that somebody in some office somewhere thinks that kids need to know you know give me the topics that we think that they should know Do I think every kid should know genetics? Yeah, I do. So let me teach genetics my way. But just say you need to cover genetics. Okay, or you need to cover these particular skills. But the standards just get in the way. There's too many of them. And everybody's pushing, especially, I'll tell you this, in the new science standards, the next generation standards, everybody's pushing teachers to go in this inquiry method where we act as guides. The problem is, and I've heard it numerous times, we don't have the time. There's too many standards. So we need to cut the standards out. We need to reform the high school educational process so that it's, it's, it allows our kids to find a passion of theirs and allows them to structure their high school career in a way that's gonna to matter to them. If we can do those things. I think we'll have a better outcome in terms of education, in terms of grades, in terms of motivation for students in certain classes. And I think that we'll have better graduation rates. And I think that we'll have students that are better prepared for the real world and society, if we do this and we restructure education and we cut down on the amount of standards, it allows us to then offer classes where we can make them life skill classes. And I know everybody pushes that on teachers, and you know that's great. You know, well, hopefully some of that comes from home, but in, in in all reality, there's a lot of that that is learned in schools, and I see a lot of people that that do that all the time. So I think if we we reform all of this. Um, we get rid of the typical old school standards. We reform education. Ultimately, it's going to be better for our kids. And uh, in the end, you know, that's all that matters is benefiting the kids and, and preparing them to be productive members of society. I want to thank everybody for sitting in tonight, listening to the episode on standards. Again, you have any questions, uh, Any any ideas for a show, you want to hop on a show, you want to do an interview with me. I'd love to connect and and, and get to to meet some of you fine people. Um, but as always, I hope that uh, you enjoyed listening tonight, and and I hope that you get the shift.